You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we could produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Hello and hello to the online podcast. I'm your host, Chris O'Brien, here at Podmania. And I'm previewing a non-New Japan show. This is as weird for you as it is for me. But basically, I'm previewed on the upcoming New Japan show. So I'm going to preview All In, which we will be all in for, weirdly enough. I'm pretty sure. Um, actually, I'm mostly sure. I've been teasing this for fucking ages now. But it's going to be me, Rob, and Garth doing it. Um, which should be fun. Um, it's going to be a New Japan World, <laughs> so I'm definitely not paying for $40 to watch it live or happily wait until it's uploaded. Or, you know, there is a little site called WatchWrestling.ac, but, you know, you didn't hear that from me. Now, um, this looks to be a good show. Little story going in. Like, there's a story for the main event. There's a story going in with Flip Gordon, which we'll be getting into. But, yeah, it's... A quick background on All In. Basically, it was a clear summer's day in wherever Dave Meltzer lives. And he and someone asked him on the Twitter um, whether or not Ring of Honor could sell out a 10,000-seat arena. He said no. Cody said challenge accepted. And here we are. It's been teased for over a, for like a year and a half now. Has to be a year and a half by now. And it's... It's, I, it, it was never going to live up to... It's not going to live up to the hype people are putting on it, I think, because they were... People were going, oh, if it's in Chicago, CM Punk's going to be there, or Daniel Bryan's going to be there, you know? And neither of them are Daniel Bryan's doing WWE, and CM Punk's not. He's not. Okay, if he he would have been announced as soon as he was <laughs> slotted in. He's not there. Um, but the card we have here is fine. <laughs> like, if this was a Ring of Honor show... I'd be I'd I'd actually tune in to watch it, but yeah. <laughs> again, again, it's never going to look to the hype people are giving it. Um, we could see Neville make an appearance. He's of course just been taken off, but I I very much doubt that. Um, just okay. Let's just jump into the card without me being cynical about it. This isn't going to be a long one. There's not much story to go over. By the way, um, the card here is being um shown by Four One One Mania. So if there's anything I miss. Blame 411 Mania, not me. They're, they're the only source for this video. Now, the Zero Hour <laughs> the zero hour pre-show. And it, there's a battle row. Winner facing Jay Lethal later in the night for the Ring of Honor World title. Participants so far include Brian Cage, Jordan Grace, um, Moose, Rocky Romero, Colt Cabana, Ethan Page, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Jacobs, Marco Stunt, Trent, Chucky T., um, Brandon Cutler and Virgil. <laughs> I didn't know that. Virgil. Virgil is all in. <laughs> Virgil. He's going to have his little stand that says Wrestling Superstar Virgil. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Um, I, I think Flip Gordon will come in here and win, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it's a shame people like Moose and Brian Cage are on the pre-show. It's an absolute shame because they're just great. But I get you don't want you know, you don't want your main card to be too inflated. So I guess that's fine. Um, but I think I personally think that um, 
Mr. Flip Gordon will come in and take it because that's sort of the built-up story. Um, but of the current participants, Brian Cage or Moose? Moose versus Lethal actually would be great. Nice little TNA versus Ring of Honor showdown right there. Um, and then also on the pre-show, we have the Briscoes versus, uh, versus Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky and the Briscoes. Yeah, because it's, it's not the main tag team unit of SCU. Um, it was just for the Ring of Honor story, I think, Scorpio Sky taking the bin. I think that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> There's not much choice behind most of these. This is going to be a really fucking short podcast. Next up, we have Adam Pace versus Joey Janela. I love Joey Janela. I've only seen him really when he's turned up in progress. So basically at um, super strong style. But I really enjoy him. And Adam Page just is coming off a really good G1 for a rookie. Um, for two the G one, he's not an actual rookie, and um, I'm just gonna say Joey Janela. Actually, no, it's a Bullet Club show. I'm gonna say Adam Page. It's just none of these have story. It's they're just sort of cool matches rather than rather. It's like going to a. It's just like a, an indie show with no story. It's a spot show basically, so, and that's what makes it hard to really get behind a lot of these matches, but. Adam Page versus Joey Janela should be a good match. Next up, we have Tessa Blanchard, Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, aka uh, oh yeah, I was about to say aka Chelsea from Tough Enough, but I think you can guess that. <laughs> I'm, I'm stupid. Aka Laura Van Ness. That was her TNA name. I do believe the crazy girl who almost married Grado. You should have married Grado and Britt Barker. Um, I think Madison Rain or Tessa Blanchard are most likely to win this. Um. I think um, Perazzo was meant to be in there, um, but she got signed by WWE. It should be fair, I'd rather be signed by WWE than be part of this. It's more of a long-term gain, to be fair, than being the, like, the undercard with no one caring. But I'm going to go with you know, Tessa Blanchard. She's probably the best one out of a lot of these. Um, but it's, they are all really good performers. I say that. I haven't seen much of Britt Barker, so I can't comment on her. But Chelsea Green's was good as Laura Van Ness. And Madison Rain's proved herself for years. She's surprisingly young, Madison Rain. I, I saw... Um, I looked her up on Wikipedia going into the main classic. And <laughs> she's, she's very young. Very young. And um, Tessa Blanchard's just, of course, lighting up TNA. Um, one of the best women's performers going. Um, <laughs> could fucking cut... Um, great cheese on her fucking abs, which is a rarity in women's wrestling for some reason. But I'm going to go with Tessa Blanchard, because it, it's, it's, it's Tessa motherfucking Blanchard. I'm surprised there's not more w- women of honour here, like, um, I don't know, Sumi, um, who's the Ring of Honor women's champion. You have um, Tenille Dashwood, but again, she's currently suffering from an awful skin condition, so you can't really... Blame her for not be- taking the booking. Um, who else is out there? There's loads out there they could have used, I'm sure. Um, Sue Young, like there's TNA guys on here, so why not? Um, Rosemary, I think she's taking time off anyway. So maybe not Rosemary, but Rosemary's amazing, so just why not? <laughs> but I don't think this is the best for women you could have picked. And it's st- sort of stinks of we need to have women on the card rather than hey, let's have an awesome women's match. This isn't really building up to anything, so. Next up, we have Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels, and if Stephen Amell is going to have a singles match against anyone, Daniels is probably your best bet. Daniels is the best guy going. 
um, in terms of being able to pull someone up. Me and Rob talked about it the other day. He is just spectacular. Um, and I, I wouldn't pick anyone else to go against Stephen Amell. It's a shame Daniels can't have more, <laughs> I get, more of a match that's going to get racist stock rather than just wrestling someone who's had one match and it was a tag match. So uh, I'm kind of meh about this, but, you know, I'm going to say Daniels is going to win. I don't want to, I hope Stephen Amell doesn't win this. That's such a WWE move. And people shout at WWE for doing that. So why would you even have have that happen but you know what I, I he was good in his appearance at SummerSlam or was it 2015 16 can't remember Stardust was still with the company when did when did Cody leave I don't know I don't fucking know but but it will be fine it will be a fine match just I'm trying to I'm trying to make this longer than 10 minutes can you fucking tell um but no this was but this is one of the big selling points where Stephen Mel was going to be there. Quite frankly, that's not making me watch it. I haven't personally watched Arrow. My friend's massive into Arrow. Actually, I should tell him this is happening. He might actually watch it with me. But <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sorry. I'm, it's like when I'm talking about tag matches in New Japan. It's just there's not much I can go into in great detail. There's not much story going into most of these. There's, unless you watch Being Elite, which I don't. So I know the story for some of these, but. Stephen Amell versus Daniels, I think we've had a slight story, but mostly on Daniels' side. If a bigger story going into All In really is Flip Gordon not being booked, which I've already went over and will probably go over um, in a couple of matches, but bleh. <laughs> Jay Lethal versus Winner of the Over Budget Battle Royal, and I, as I said, I think Ruby, that'll be Flip Gordon. I think that'll be a good culmination. I think he'll come up short, because it's Flip Gordon. He's def- I don't think Jay Lethal's losing for Ring of Honor title. Um, especially since it's on the line in two weeks on Ring of Honor television. Um, but then again, Ring of Honor don't care about doing stuff out of sequence. I mean, the Young Bucks have been walking around the fucking six-man belts and we only showed for change um, on this week's show. So, damn it, Ring of Honor. <laughs> Put, get your shit together. But no, um, I will say the Ring of Honor belt is a fucking thing of beauty. It reminds me of the Undisputed belt, which is one of the best belts ever made. It's just an absolutely beautiful thing. But, yeah, I think it would be Jay Lethal versus Flip Gordon. If not, I'd like to see Jay Lethal versus Moose, or Jay Lethal versus Cage, or Jay Lethal versus Billy Gunn. He's an ass man. Oh, he's an ass man. I'm desperate to have this go longer than a 15-minute podcast. <laughs> but see what I'm resorting to. Do you see what I'm actually fucking resorting to? Rey Mysterio... I can't fucking say that. Bendido. Bandido. I, I've heard it said a million times in the build-up to this. I'm not overly familiar with him. And Phoenix, one of the best luchadors going, um, taking on the Young Bucks and Kodribushi. This should be an amazing, amazing six-man tag match. Just everything's there. Rey Mysterio is having the best year. Just by taking limited bookings, he can do more shit. And I, that really shows that. Strategy showed me a card, I think. Um, I think Rey Mysterio and Phoenix mixed with the Young Bucks and Coach Ribushi. It's just a match made in heaven, and I'm so excited to see this. Just the, all the high spots, all the well, high spots. Is, <laughs> it's, I don't think there's going to be much psychology here because um, there's not much, much of a story going into the match. But yeah, just three awesome luchadors versus three awesome high flying non luchadors. 
It's a Chikara main event if I've ever, ever seen one, let's be honest. It, this is absolutely a Chikara main event. So, King of Trios. This should be a King of Trios. What their names be? Um, team Bullet Club Elite versus Team Go Lucha. I'm, just, I'm, I'm actually only recently began into Chikara because it's quite fun. It's quite a fun promotion. It's one of those ones where you can just stick on in the background, have a bit of a laugh, you know? I'd, I'd recommend watching some Chikara shows. I understand they haven't really been relevant since 2012, but still. Into the main events now, and the first match really announced for All In, if I'm not mistaken, it is Okada versus Marty Skull. Now, this has had quite a cool feud of people going to Marty. Hey, you can't beat Okada. Why do you think you can beat Okada? Look at you. Fucking look at you. Um, you're fucked, mate. You're fucked. Um, I, the story was actually quite fun at the Ring of Honor show in Edinburgh when we were asking, like, Colt Cabana if um, Marty was fucked. And Colt said Marty was fucked. But then the crowd starts chanting CM Punk at Cabana. And I bet there's going to be CM Punk's chance this weekend. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I can't kind of winning this. I don't see Marty winning this matchup. Because um, I, I don't think New Japan would have it. A junior beating um, one of the biggest heavyweights. It would put... A massive stamp on Marty. I would love to see Marty win this, but he's not gonna. It's gonna be Okada. It's definitely going to be Okada. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Marty's fucked. And also next the match, I think most people are most looking forward to. I know I'm definitely the most looking forward to this, and I think Robin Garth as well. I mean, they they both love Penta, so I don't know why not. This is sort of the clashes of our world. Is Kenny <laughs> versus um, Penta? It's, it's sort of modern day TNA versus modern day New Japan Pro Wrestling and yeah um, I think it's going to be the best match of the night without an absolute doubt it's, they're just two of the best in the world Penta had just had a great TV match with Sammy Callahan, and of course Omega's coming off a G1 full of match of year candidates so both men have a lot of hype going into this and I'm going for Omega I'm going for my New Japan boy this is a New Japan podcast so I'm going for the New Japan boy Represent for <laughs> for life. I think I'm reaching the 15 minutes point now. I can stop. I can actually stop stretching this out. But no, again, none of these have stories. So it's basically just going. Hey, this should be good. This person will win. Cool. And then memes. <laughs> memes help everything. Next up, we have the main event. So we we're actually going to hit the 15 minute mark. Thank good merciful Christ. Um, the NWA World Championship. On the line, um, champion Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes. And this should be a fine match. But the thing is, but neither men are the best in-ring workers. Um, Nick Aldis is the most, one of the most naturally charismatic men in the world. Like, he, it, it was a shame he got pushed by TNA when he did. Because he wasn't, he wasn't quite ready. Like, with NWA um, 10 Pounds of Gold series on YouTube, it's just been spectacular. And this match had... Is really good. Cody going for the championship his father won. And Nick Aldis trying to keep it away. Because Nick Aldis wants that championship. It brings a lot of class. And it's bringing him a lot of attention. Um, he's, I don't think he's ever going to shake the Magnus stigma. Which is a shame. Because his run in T- as TNA champion wasn't amazing. I think most people will forget he was TNA champion. But he's had a great run with the gold. Groundbreaking matches. 
and I'm going to go with Cody. Like, this whole event is basically based around him. It is all down to, ultimately, like, Billy Corgan and the, and the NWA. But, honestly, if Cody wants to hold a championship and go to all these NWA events, I don't see why not. I've, having that on Ring of Honor TV, I think, would help bring up um, the rebuilding process. Being part, The NWA partnering with someone like Ring of Honor would help the rebuilding process. So... I think it being on Cody can only be good things for the NWA. It's I and he's on he's sort of on the level of most NWA workers anyway. And at Ring of Honor contracts, people have went for the NWA belt. Look at Colt Cabana. I get he's mostly a he is mostly a announcer now, but still he sometimes steps into the ring. So yeah, this should be a fine match. Um, it could be a good feel good way to end the show. Um, I think whether or not this goes on last will dictate whether or not it is the Cody winning or not that that was a weird way of phrasing that <laughs> this was this com- this brings to the end my all in predictions and possibly the most rambly young lion I've ever done maybe other than my first one I remember my first one saying I didn't like Tai Chi but it was just a lie a pure lie why isn't Tai Chi on this card I'm not getting into it because I'll, I'll be here all day but <laughs> No, that becomes the end um, of my all-in predictions. This was originally meant to be with Rob, so we might, we might have been able to branch it out a little bit more, but um, Rob's a busy guy, so <laughs> unfortunately couldn't get... And now, neither of our schedules really collided, so it, it's not a ba- massive deal, um, as long as he's, we're all there for the actual show. This <laughs> this has been Chris, Chris for Podmania here on the Young Line Podcast. I'm sorry if you've listened to this all the way through. This is literally my most rambly thing rob if you have listened to this before putting it up i'd think twice before putting it up um go follow me on twitter at oman of at oman 0401 go follow podmania everywhere the bumper guy tells you to follow us um leave a comment leave a review whatever you like um continue the conversation if I've even stirred up a conversation. I don't think it brought up anything interesting in this podcast. Jesus Christ. Um, have a good one. <laughs> I I hope you're all in. Um, I hope you buy it at the zero hour. I'm going to stop these puns and just go. Jesus Christ.